Magic Without Fears Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Stonewalled me at four seven. They wouldn't let me go to portal. Um, it really? Because I, I was there. I was, I was one of your friends back then, right? So what? Why did? Yeah. Why did that happen? Oh God. Um, the story behind that was, um, you know, I was still working with, uh, with under, under Catherine, and she kept on trying to get get me uh, uh, get me gone there, and um, she heard of a. Uh, she heard of a portal date for um, uh, coming up, and uh, in fact, um, do you remember uh, Frater Calio? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, I gotcha. tried to expel him uh, for uh, um, for uh, for grabbing Soar's butts, but uh, he was doing too much for Voldemort, so I had to uh, relent. He was protected. Oh, I know, right? If you if yeah, you ever if you could talk about someone ever getting into five six for financial reasons, there's a good case. Yeah, I always I always refer to him as an a, an affesh in the flesh. You know, fesh in the flesh. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, apparently, he he was he had a, a portal date. Catherine heard about it and basically uh, said, "Get your ass up to Vancouver." 
so I got my ticket and everything. Um, and then the morning of, I was uh, staying at my uh, my sister-in-law's place, who's up uh, up near the Twin Cities because I was flying out of Minneapolis. And it was um, it was uh, Marcel on the phone, and he said, "No, it's been canceled. Uh, don't you know? Don't come." Um, you know, Robert doesn't know you yet. We, you need to get to know Robert. It's the yada yada. And, um, so I didn't go. And I found out about six weeks later from, um, from, uh, Marsha that, uh, they went ahead and, and, uh, advanced Calio anyway. But no. So I, I, I was kind of done with the bait and switch at that point. And this was at, this was at, at, at my temple to Hootie. It was. Jesus, man. So you, like, yeah, talk about not initiating you and initiating someone like that. Well, you know, that, but that, but that zinc for you, you know, you, he, no wonder you, you know, joined he, Gargamel after that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 he, he'll take the boot liquor every time, especially the one with that, that's going to hand him over money. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so unfortunate that he, like, cause you know, when I went through the GD, he wasn't really involved, honestly. <laughs> right. He wasn't really present during my seven years. I mean, during the latter half, he sort of came back into action um, and started yeah. milking people for money, and and, uh, and that was sad. But, you know, most of the time, you would go through the entire outer order, and you might not even meet him until you got into the inner order. Right. You know? <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hey, uh... Okay, it looks like it looks like the recording's working fine. So, I think okay. the early bit might have all been clipped. It might have all be distorted that first bit, but I don't know how important that is. So I did. So was T, are you saying TF was uh, opposed to you getting initiated? No, no, she 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 was my biggest fan. Oh yeah, good, good, because she's the bomb. Yeah. She's the bomb. I know. I, I love Catherine yeah. to pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I, before this COVID thing happened, and well, and the Kincaid fire in California, which I was part of the evacuation of. Um, I was heading down. I had plans to go down there and have lunch with her and reconnect with a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, between the fire and now COVID, basically I've done nothing since the last year since I've been in California. Yeah. Have you heard anything from um, from Lisa? Um, actually, I was sent her number and I want to get in touch because I know she's uh, got some health, serious health stuff going on. I, I should call her actually. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 MS is is taking a hold. She, there's not much uh, she can do on her own anymore, sadly. Oh Jesus! Yeah, geez, we're all dying and getting old and sick, aren't we? Uh, nature of the beast, I think. Even the Mona Lisa is falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so um, yeah. I'm really. I'm, it's really great to talk to you. Um. I was just re-listening to your your Esoteric Nerd episode with uh, Joe Shantz, which is it's always I am always almost brought to tears when I hear his voice, you know, because I miss. Oh him. God, me too. So I miss him so much. Why are the best people the ones who fucking die? From I know only the good tumors. die young, you know. Yeah, man, like you know, and a lot of the best anyway. God, yeah. Let's take a second in silence for him. Absolutely. Mm. You can feel you can feel it, can't you? I can. You know, you know, he's uh, he's he's still pretty accessible. I, rem- I remember shortly after he he had passed, 
you know, it, it had been a few days later. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, I know I could reach out and, and, uh, and connect with him if, if need be, but I, I remember one time where he just kind of showed up and said, so, Hey, you know, you haven't done that, uh, Requiem for me yet. Oh no. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> I just dropped everything and went into the temple. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I, when I, I was, I saw called advert, it was like, you know, what, three, four years ago. And, and I, I asked if uh, he would be available when we did the first my episode of the podcast of Esoterinerd, and and he told me, and I just burst into tears, and I think I cried like all night long. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to new life, and uh, yeah. and so yeah, you you've been busy with your uh, your. Uh, adept work in chick's order and that's still going good i got to i i presented at pantheacon they accepted my proposal to re- lecture on uh wb yates's hermetic order of celtic mysteries and dude when i walked into the lecture hall i actually tried to turn around and leave again because it was this massive room with like easily 200 people there and i was like i was expecting like in my academic life i'm used to like 12 people sitting in a circle or something like that and it was like so many people i thought it was the wrong room and someone had to grab me and drag me back in and apparently i was fashionably late but that's because like i was the elevators don't work at pantheacon famously you like wait there for 20 minutes to catch these elevators and oh anyway (laughs) and then the lecture went really well i actually there was they put a they had forgotten to put a whiteboard in the room but i was like there's no way 200 people could see a whiteboard i wish they had warned me how many people they expected to show up to my lecture because then i would have i would have had a i would have been like put the chairs in a row don't do it in a circle and i would have had you know i would have done it on stage instead of like i thought we were going to have just a small little group and try out some of his ritual stuff instead i had to do a impromptu i just went off the cuff because yeah. which i could do because i've been studying this exact thing for 25 years yeah. god how old are we getting man oh god yeah, you know, I, I just turned. I turned. Um, I'm, I'm 50 and a half now. So, oh jeez, yeah, I'm turning 40 in uh, in several months. Yeah, I, I, I now now I, I now I'm even sadder that I didn't make it to to the last Pantheon. I, I was really trying to make it. I just couldn't uh, carve out the time. Yeah, there's a. You know, it's all right. Yeah. It, it would have been cool to have you there. It was crazy. Mary Mary Greer was in my lecture. She sat through my lecture. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was very weird. And I, I referenced her there, and we all gave her a, a standing ovation for because it was she her book very much back in '97 when I was in Zelator got me deeper and deeper into Yeats Yeats's contributions to the Golden Dawn, of course. And the lecture, of course, itself wouldn't have been possible if it hasn't wasn't for you. Yeah. You sent me the document that uh, re and you know I think it was you even encouraged me. Hey, like, hey, are you going to finish this Celtic mysteries thing that you started back in in the mid nineties? And I was like, uh, I don't have this information. And then you sent it to me, and I was like, oh, I didn't know it was available because there's no way to find out in the nineties that it was available. Right. Right. I, and I I can't remember where where I stumbled upon it, but it's like. Ooh, hello. What's this? And uh, I know the I know exactly the person who needs to see this. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's uh, right. it's changed the course of my life slightly. Excellent. So that, Great to hear. That will be the next four years for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may also 
finish a PhD in that time. Who knows? I just don't really care too much, especially since academics, you know, I love it, but I also, I don't like the bureaucratic systems and who knows what's happening with universities now. I know. No, you, you get to, you get into a, the, the culture is, is, um, is peculiar. You know, yeah. you got this, uh, publisher parish type of thing going on. And, and even if you, if you don't, it's, it's, it's very cliquey. Yeah. 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 Academics can be as petty as anyone. It's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm doing this. I'm mostly, I, I started a podcast mostly to focus on interpreting academic research in, a, in areas that it's relevant to practical spirituality, uh, mm-hmm. practitioners. And I've been really enjoying that. So, uh, I'll go Good. through several several articles, every, essays every morning, and find one that I think is relevant that I have something to say about, and then then present it with uh, whatever commentary is necessary. And uh, yeah, I think because yeah, I, I think I think we have a lot to gain from academic research. I mean, I think how how useful is it that we ignore academic research because it challenges what we want to believe is true? Oh my God! Yeah. You know, in and our you know, there are there are so many um, facets of, of the esoteric community which are just just like that. You know, uh, you know, it, the whole uh, you know fluffy bunny, just white lighter. Everything everything is all about belief, and uh, no, no. How about everything is about fact? How about how about you try that? Right. You know. You know, sorry. You know, you know, light, light is a wonderful thing, but in in the in the in in the in the in the wrong amplitude, light blinds, light burns, and you know what? The truth hurts sometimes. You know, so you know, get a thicker skin and uh, you know, suck it up because you know we're you know we are seekers of truth. We are trying to understand the the veritable fabric of reality here through through occult means it's it's not about just you know uh tra- traipsing through this this uh, new age belief system just because you want to, you want all the fields to feel good yeah no I, I one of my favorite things you said on that esoteric episode which i think i've i mentioned on facebook right away back in the day when i when i first started paying attention to the esoteric nerd uh, was uh, don't mistake sweetness for for spirituality or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I've had so-called light workers attack me online and say, you know, that we need to band together and murder pedophiles. I'm like, that seems contradictory to you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you know and they're like no cuz they are hum- they're darkness, they're not even human. It's like so, so all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Right. Uh, but we are living in a George Orwellian world now, aren't we? Oh, my God. Uh, you're still in Madison? Yes, I am. I always regret that I couldn't swing by and see you because I knew I was there in my 2008 drunken priest tour across Canada. We swung through Madison, but our, our VW, our 73 VW, broke down in Montana so many times we had to switch out to a 
Chevy pickup. And then by the time we were on the road, we were already late for our live recording show in Chicago. So I couldn't even contact you, but I was, we had a gig in Madison. I was all set to like reach out and be like, guess where I am. And oh, oh wow, that would have been so much fun to see you in 2008. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Though maybe you were off in Paris doing your five, six for all I know. Cause, cause that happened. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about that is I, I, you know, we've been we've been tidying up, and I actually uncovered my uh, uh, my five six certificate from uh, from Paris. It was twenty um, ninth of May of two thousand five. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you never got you never did the five six in in our order. No. Yeah. Well, uh, and you did that in, with Griffin, and now again, then again with Chick Cicero. Right. Yeah. 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 You are you are a strange creature, my friend. You are you are a lifer like none other. I think. You know, I, I I've had more than one person look me straight in the eye and say, "What the, what the fuck is wrong with you? How how do you go through all that shit and still be in the Golden Dawn?" <laughs> Aaron Leach. Aaron Leach. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was what Leach said to you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm always people when when I sort of uh, uh, came back, you know, it was really Edward that evoked me out of the darkness because I had gone dark for a very very long time, as you all know. Uh-huh. A lot of people were like, uh, including my former protege, who then went went bad uh, and mm-hmm. tried to break up Yeshi's order. Um, people were like. A lot of people were surprised and like, oh, I thought you gave up on this stuff. It's like, you know, a lot of adepts who go so-called go dark, which doesn't mean, of course, to go evil. For those listening, it means to vanish. Um, yeah. It's usually not because we're we've stopped doing the work. It's usually because we're really doing the work. Right. And uh, especially when you want to go through some of the stuff like what John of the Cross would call the dark night of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, you can't be public to go through that stuff. One of the things I, I, I came to, to a, um, came to an understanding, you know, call it an, an epiphany if you want, but, you know, there was a moment that I was, uh, you know, standing in, in Chick's vault and came to the realization that, you know, once, you know, once you're, um, initiated as as an as an adept. Once you're vaulted, then I like that not, o- not only are you vaulted right then. <laughs> you come up with the best terms, man. What's that? You come up with the best neologisms and terms, brother. Nice <laughs> vaulted. Once you're vaulted, <laughs> yeah. Okay, continue. Um, yeah. You know, not, not only are you add up that moment, and not only are you an add up from that point forward, you're also an add up that from that point backward. You know, it, 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 it you know, you, there's a there's a timelessness of of the, of the quality of being an adept. Hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like you know the understanding the uh, uh, the the word tetelestai. You know how. Um, it's it's um, it's from the Greek t- 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 teleos, but the, the way it's the way it's conjugated is in a certain way. See, is has an implication of you know now that it has been completed, it's been completed uh, now, forever, and really for all time, and that includes in the past as well. Yes, 
Well, that's that's the idea of anamnesis in theological language, right? Yeah. The idea that the crucifixion didn't happen once, it happens, it's happening all the time. And, right. uh, you know, divine recapitulation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know, me and my theology, right? Right on. Yeah, so, um, the Celtic Mysteries... Yeah. Yeah, you think you might have time next year to start to get on board a little bit? Yeah, I think so. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been just confirmed that we're doing the first initiation, so we're going to do one initiation every year and give ourselves plenty of time to go through the material, develop the curriculum as a group, and the, yep. the, the leaders will be the people who go through it. That's it. There's like, if, if anyone was out, is hoping to become a, you know, wants a leadership role in, in a magical sphere i mean Uh that's that's it's always de facto ad hoc when you get when it comes down to it right it's the people that did the work that's who it is um and so uh we're gonna do that next year on yates's birthday because the course we start we've started developing material and learning material as a group and uh and uh we'll do it in at, at chris bennett's soma institute on yates's birthday next year Okay. Yes, and it's going to be amazing. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're, you know, there, there, there's a right way and a wrong way to, to, to bootstrap, uh, you know, a, 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 a magical society, and this is the right way. Say, tell me more. Say more about that. Well, you, you have, a, you know, you have a lot of the, um, a lot of people who um, either just out and out claim claim a, uh, a certain grade or, you know, uh, get, get papers that, uh, that bestow a grade that are, are, well, not necessarily, uh, legitimate. And, you know, the, these chiefs then create the system and then put other people through it without actually having going through, having gone through it themselves. Right. Um, but this is, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're building materials first, you're doing the ground level initiations first together, and then, you know, you're moving all the way up to the point where, you know, you can legitimately call yourselves chiefs because you actually have been through the system and you've actually done the work. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's a, it's important to, ah, just, yeah, to, to create together. Um, yeah. as opposed to, you know, that whole, that whole, you know, idea of, you know, one person in inherently nascently having a status and then providing it to others. No, we, we create together. We're building an egregore, as we say, yeah. that's a golden yeah. word from start to finish, really, despite it becoming a popular and commonplace word in all occultism, egregore is a golden dawn term. And, uh, and it's because, uh, that's how the GD was formed. Of course, it was formed by master masons and people who were hit top top dogs in in the sauce Ross, as they, as they say. <laughs> you're a sock. You're a sock Ross or sauce Ross guy, right? Yeah, yeah. S R I C S. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 everything, aren't you? Are you Martinist too? Uh, just first degree. Um, <laughs> Chick's been trying to 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 poke and prod me for it on that too. Yeah, yeah. I actually have to. I, he gave me his card. I have to give him a, another call. Um, so I was at Pantheacon and I was talking to Mary Greer and I turned around and standing right next to me was Tabby, Chick and Lon 
and the four of us all just had a talk. Oh, lovely. <laughs> how, how trippy is that? Uh-huh. Yeah, we took a picture. It's on my Instagram if you ever – I'll send you it. I'll send it to you. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a classic because um, I was – I had a hermetic conference we were going to do here at, at the Isis Oasis Retreat Center November 22nd. The guests were all lined up, the speakers, everything, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, of course, COVID had canceled that and everything. So yeah, that's all done. But um, – and, you know, back to the, the Kelder Mysteries thing, like, yeah, the last thing, as you know, anyone who knows me, the last thing I want to do is ever be chief of anything again. Um, yeah. Um, been there, done that. Um, but I do think it's important that something like Yeats' Celtic Mysteries are is created by people who know his tradition and know his practices. So I think it's very appropriate that it's created, just like the GD was created by top-level Masons, it makes sense that the... Celtic Mysteries is created by top-level GD people. And uh, right. that's why I love the idea of your involvement, because you're a, you're a guy in, 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 in Chick's Order, and one of the other guys is a guy who's created actually his own Druid Order, but was one of the top guys in, in Yeshi's Order. Okay. And so, like, isn't, doesn't it just make sense to have there be the, an influence from multiple you know, chiefs of different orders. I think that's what makes the most sense to me because you yeah, want to have perspective. You don't want to have this, this, this ideological or dogmatic view of just one perspective coming in and informing. Mm-hmm. Yep. The main thing to me is really that it develops and builds in a way that has longevity and therefore it has to empower the people who are coming into it, whether, whatever tradition they come from and empower them to take it over. Right. I also don't want to have any sort of centralized, there's not going to be a centralized authority or any sort of thing like that. I'm going to actually sort of follow up, uh, as this might upset some people, but a sort of a, shall we say, a slight IRA structure as far as the polity is concerned. I like the idea of cells, of people doing things. This is a horrible thing to talk about in this day and age, I know, but if you don't, miss, don't take it out of context. It's just the idea of people meeting the needs provisionally for their area and for the group of people they have who want to be involved. Yeah, I, 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 I catch the spirit of what you're saying. Yeah, good, good. Maybe you can say it better than me. You say most things better than me. I don't know about that. You know, what, what, what would be, what would be uh, amazing is if, uh, you know, um, if, if, if this, if this, if this uh, gets off the ground and, you know, it gets, uh, it gets established. It, it, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be everything to to bring it back to Ireland and um, you know uh, do an honorary initiation of um, uh, one one of Yeats's descendants? Is um, is, is Michael Yeats still on the Toisach? Um, I believe he passed away. Oh no! I mean, his daughter did. I don't. I think Michael's passed away as well okay michael yates yeah yeah but would it wouldn't it be would it be wouldn't it be everything to have like an honorary grandmaster who's actually a yates oh he he uh, he died he died in 2007 oh, okay well I'm, I'm i'm out of the loop yeah well time flies man time flies yeah um yeah, yeah the t yeah he was a t-shock t-shock 
Okay. Uh, I, I figured I was pronouncing it wrong. Oh yeah. Well, though that's what the Celtic mysteries are for. By the time by the four, by the time everyone's gone through the four year uh, initiatory process, they'll all speak better Irish than most Irish people. Fabulous. Yeah. I will. I will insert it incongruously and easily because I, if there's one thing I'm I'm uh, I'm a lover of, it's it's teaching language well. I was abused by the Canadian French system for years and never really got a hold of French. And I was, I was, they always blamed it on me. Next okay. thing you know, I did a Hebrew intensive in, in grad school and passed the same test in a month that other students at the university would take a two-year course to pass. It's all about the teacher and how you learn things. Learning things, a lot of people don't learn languages because they're taught like shit. You know, knowing the way your brain works, I ha- I, I expect you to, to pass something in a month that most people take two years to do. So, oh man, that's that's the thing about the esoteric. Going back through all those old episodes, man. Um, you know, I was I thought I did such a good job at staying dark and keeping my family out of uh, you know out of harm's way after the schism in. 03, right? But then when I finally went and listened to the Esoteric Nerd, I found out that for all of those years, people were coming on Edward's thing and all referencing me and even even outing me using my real name and everything. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, Jeff Contreras. <laughs> like, like, I love the fact that people are calling me a prodigy, I guess, and shit like that. But like, for fuck's sake, you're bleeping out like you know, Zinc's name and, 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 and Griffin's name, but there you are using my first name, which you can basically Google my first name and get my cell number. So, <laughs> I mean, everyone said very flattering things, but it was like seven episodes that I was referred to directly during this period of time, which I thought I was keeping a low profile for, for the sake of my safety and my family's safety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, I was wise to do that because look what's happened to me as soon as I came back on the scene. Right. In 2018, before I went to a culture in Berlin, I was shot at. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin wants me dead. Dead as a doornail. That's Uh, what happens when you... He broke into my fucking house. You know, if you commit a crime against someone and they can hold witness to you, then basically either you're going to end up in jail one day or be defamed, justly so, or you got to kill the person. So, yeah, they they, they haven't stopped coming after me ever since, man. I mean, they they have my social insurance number. They have my... All my IDs, they have my, my diaries, my birth certificates, all of that stuff. And oh, my whole God. library, my family photo albums, my magical tools. That's sad. It is. You know, I, 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 can't, I can't imagine people just, you know, do, do, doing that shit. Yeah. There's a, the occult attracts some serious wackos. But then again, so does corporate life, politics, religion, and, and public schools. So, and schools. Yeah. Uh, there's just a bunch of human beings. This is where I always come back to human beings. They get together and they do some fucked up shit. It's true. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any advice for how we can keep that out of the Celtic mysteries. And I, well, hopefully you'll, you'll be there. You'll be there to be part of that. So um, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if I, I haven't found a solution yet, but if I do, you'll be the first to know. At, at Tahuti, I just tended to expel people rather quickly. And that, 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 of course, angered a lot of people and led to a schism in it very much led by Dan Klein. But, you know, yeah. I, you know, if people were if people were, you know, if people were backbiting and writing emails, nasty emails about other people to other people and I just expelled them like there was nothing else I could do. Right. And uh, 
I don't know. I, I got made a lot of enemies that way, but I didn't know what else to do. If people are doing things that are so nasty and against the rules of our fraternity, what else can you do except expel them? Right. Um, I, after, after you, after you have, um, exhausted all your patience and, and you know, you, you have no more fucks to give your fuck bucket, bucket is bone dry. It is empty. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you, you know, I don't have any, any patience for that, for that, those kind of, uh, drama games anymore either. Yeah. Especially when you got people like some fratter saying, oh, but she wanted me to grab her ass. It's like, fuck you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no, no time for that. Yeah. Well, bro, I gotta get going here. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the cats are circling like sharks. It is their feeding time. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, sparing a few minutes. It's great to catch up with you. Um, yeah, absolutely. We need to do this again. Yeah, let's uh, do a proper a proper talk. I don't know what else we would talk about. Who knows? Um, I don't know. Do you want to just end on something magical for people? Like maybe some of your famous uh, insight into magical practice and the path of the initiate like you know what's what what's been coming up for you recently in the last couple of years what are what sort of lessons have you learned on the path uh well you know i i've been um i've been i've been doing more um holy guardian angel work lately and you know the, there there are two things that have been kind of a repeating theme whenever i am uh, concerned or vexed over uh, something or another that that's happening in my life and in my world. Um, the, and the, the first thing is, you know, whatever you're experiencing right here in, in the here and now, it, you know, one, it is, you know, this too will pass and it is not as important or, um, uh, or dangerous or hazardous or um, life life affecting as, as you think it is but if it is and you're you're dealing with um, per, you know people or dynamics or anything like that um, where you just don't seem to have a way out or or an answer the answer is love you know, if you if you move forward in in the uh, with with the mind and the heart of love, and it does that doesn't necessarily mean um, you know love is all you know huggy kissy sweetness. You know sometimes there is you know um, there is love in in being honest and truthful and um, and frank with with people. If you move forward in love, things will take care of themselves by and large. Yes. Amen. That's beautiful. That's what I've sort of been kept. That's the thing I've been trying to keep saying over and over online when I'm, when I am online is, is like, you know, guys, if, if, if we keep divide, if it's, you know, you can't just go with the white pillar or the black pillar. You've got, it's about the middle pillar. It's not about the white pillar or the black pillar. It's about the pillar of consciousness and mildness and love. Mm-hmm. And that's, right. that's what I keep saying. And people are like, oh, but you don't understand. This is a time where we need to, like, you know, 
of time of division and we yeah. need to overcome our enemies. It's like that's the exact thinking that yeah. I find is so harmful. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. For everything, there is a season. But, um, you know, the, the idea of, of, you know, staying, uh, you know, right there in the middle, you know, is that you have the, the ability to swing to one side or the other, but you always have to come back to center. Um, you know, the, the way, you know, I, I have two basic prayers uh, th- that I pray pretty much every day. You know, one is one is the base, uh, a slightly adapted version of the Jesus prayer, uh, uh, which is, um, "Lord, be merciful unto unto me, a sinner, and keep me ever straight ways in the pathway of truth." And the other prayer is, "Jesus, please protect me from your fanboys and fangirls." <laughs> yeah, I love that bumper sticker. Jesus, protect, save me from your followers. Yes. Yeah. You know, that prayer was actually um, banned by the church at different times in different places because monks were using it so much and not even eating and just going into ecstatic states to the extent that they would like not take care of themselves and get sick or die. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a popular uh, chant. Um, oh, goodness. How, 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 how dare it be so simple? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Oh, the last thing I wanted to tell you. So tell me what you think of this. The other thing, key thing I believe that has to be the case for the Celtic Mysteries is it's an order in, a, in the sense of you go through the four years of it, but then you're done. You've finished. It's uh-huh. not like something where you necessarily hang around and then end up vying for power in some sort of warped community. Right. You know? Yeah. They're, 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 the, the impression I got from, from, from the, from the papers is that, you know, there, you know, there, there is going through the, uh, you know, the, the regimen, but then there's a completion and, you know, it, the, that particular journey is complete. There's, um, you know, you've done it. Yeah. Sort of more of a, a an alumni status after that, rather than, uh, Right. Rather than I am a master and how much power can I hold over you? Right. You know, who, who's done it better? Who's more than, than each other? That's a problem that exists in second orders. That would be something maybe to talk about when we can do this again at, a, at length, at length your time is to talk about the like sort of spiritual health within a lifelong order, you know, cause that, that, that is a challenge for GD inner orders, which are, can be lifelong. And right. as well as like the Lima, which is a religion that is lifelong. Right. So that's, I'd love to get into that with you more. I'll, 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 I'll throw that in the back of my mind and, and devote some, uh, some CPU cycles to it until we sp- speak again. CPU. You're a programmer, aren't you? I forgot. I am. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'll send, I'll also send you some questions I got about CSS. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Frater. Um, what should we call you on this episode? Uh, you know, I am Eric B. Cisco. That is my alter ego, A L T A R ego. I love it. I love it. So you don't want a Frater name? Because I've been doing like just Frater P, Frater C, Frater whatever, just nice and simple. No, we'll keep it with it with uh, with, with Eric. Like big capital B Cisco. You do That'll have a, you do have a Facebook profile under that name. People can find you on if they want to interact or learn about Chixis Rose Order or magic in general. Yep, pretty easy to find on on, on the Farce book. I also noticed you didn't continue much with your blog uh, Apotheosis and the uh, Esoteric Order Survival Guide, and I was thinking maybe that's something. Uh, 
I could develop a, a little bit and uh, get out there more if, if uh, with you or without you, if you if you don't mind, because it should. I think it's something that's much needed. I agree. Um, I, I have a a horrible track record of uh, starting projects that that I that I never complete. Um, the 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 need is 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 out there as much as it was when I started uh, writing it. Um, and I, I have all the good intentions of, of picking it back up and, um, you know, co- completing it someday. So you'd be open to a little collaboration with, from me? Absolutely. Amen. Cause, uh, there's one thing about Aquarians is we finish things. And if there's anything anyone knows about me, it's, it doesn't matter if it takes me a 10 year hiatus or not. I do not give up. Excellent. Perseverance, baby. Perseverance. You can't get rid of Fred or RC unless you kill nice. me. Even then I'll haunt the fuck out of you. Good answer. I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm sure I could come become one if I really wanted to. <laughs> Probably you could become anything you damn well want. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, I'm sending all my love from sunny Northern California to you, brother. And uh, I fucking love you, dude. I, I miss you. And uh, I'm so sorry you never got to go through Portal when I was an officer back in that initiation day. Uh, well, it, it, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it all, it all worked out. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still friends. We're still brothers. And I send you love back right from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, which I affectionately refer to as the big cheesy. I do know that. Yeah. I, I will, I will make it there at some point. Right so, on. Uh, let's, uh, if it's not, if it's not inappropriate, I'll, I'll end with a seven, seven, even though I don't say that anymore. Yeah. Even if it's in, even if it is inappropriate, it might be fun. Seven seventy, brother. Right. Take care, my bro. Cheers. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk that's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. HermeticScienceEnterprises.co.uk